you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and my guest today is Alicia Jones. And um, she is here to talk about those of us that are over 50 and the things that we can um, look at and and be maybe a little more observant of that will help us in living a healthier life. So Alicia, I don't know if you want to add to that and tell us a little bit more about yourself and then we can get into the meat of it all. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. As you said, I'm Alicia or Alicia. Either way, I don't care oh, sorry. what you call okay. me as long as uh, you call you me. Call <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, um, I'm Alicia Jones. Uh, I, I own Alicia Jones Healthy Living, which uh, is a fitness and wellness and weight loss for women over 50. I help transform the health and lives of women over 50 through these different strategies. And mm. I am so happy to be here today talking with you. I'm happy to have you here. <laughs> we were gabbing so. so much, even before you press record, we should have pressed record for I all know. of that too. And everyone there you... hear all of the fabulous talks we were having. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You're right. You're right. Damn, we missed out. Okay. <laughs> we'll just have to do it again. I know. Um, <laughs> so Lisa, why don't you tell us a little bit, um, a little bit more about the kinds of um, the kinds of people, the things that you've been working with people on, and you know, and is it women? Is it men? Is it both? You do you know women yeah, and so men? I specialize only for women, uh, women that are okay. going through perimenopause, menopause, even postmenopause, um, because they're all different hormone issues oh, yeah. that occur during each one of those times. Um, yes, I they are. absolutely adore <laughs> coaching women. I think we were talking even before this that, uh, um, you know, I'm in my 40s, which is why a lot of women wonder why, well, how Actually, they say to me, like, why are you working with us? You you know, you don't need to be working with us. But I absolutely adore working with the over 50 population. Uh, for me, it's a huge passion. I grew up with a grandmother who was very ill as I was growing up because she was a smoker back in her day. In her day, it was normal to smoke. So she That's had right. emphysema, she had heart disease. And um, so I loved her so much. My mom was a, a single mother. And my mm. grandmother was the one taking care of me, but she couldn't take care of me after a while because she was getting sick and she wasn't able to take care of me. And then years later, unfortunately, she passed. She passed when I was 15. Um, and I grew closer with my mother and we started mm. to do a lot more things. So eventually my mm. mother got to the age that my grandmother was when she passed away. And my mm -hmm. mother was the complete opposite. She never drank. She, well, she rarely drinks. Uh, doesn't smoke at all. She did her fitness classes, you know, she, she took care of herself. And so here she was, um, if if you're from Canada, you know this, but she was from the, um, we're from Canada, and she did the CN Tower climb with me. And the CN Tower, it was oh, wow. the largest, tallest 
freestanding building. It has uh, wow. 17, over 1700 steps. She climbed oh that God. with me. Um, wow. And I actually used her as my slogan because I was already coaching at the time. But a lot of mm-hmm. the clients that I had that were over 50, they said to me, I'm too old to do that. Stop trying to get me to do that. And I said to them, my mother is 72. And so my slogan was, if she's 72, so can you. And so very good. uh, getting many, many uh, of these women who are like, I can't do that to come and do the CN Tower climb. And so she was Uh the complete opposite. And I had this polar effect where it was, I could see what, what happened when you took care of your health. What happened mm-hmm. if you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you worked on, on different health aspects that uh, mm-hmm. you didn't smoke or you, you know, cut back. And so I wanted to share with people what that could do to their health and how that could mm-hmm. help you age in a healthy, better quality of life. And so that's why I got into the over 50 population. Okay. Okay. And then <clears throat> what are the different areas? Do you, so it, it sounds like you don't necessarily just specialize on one or two areas that you're really looking at more of a holistic kind of I definitely do holistic I have different programs for different things so um actually uh-huh. at the time that we're recording this I have a program uh-huh. that is specialized in optimal health uh-huh. and fat loss it's a combination program together that fo- focuses uh-huh. in on strength training because I don't think many women understand the power of strength training Uh, for your overall strength, your quality of life. And for those that do want to lose weight, it also speeds up your metabolic rate and enhances fat loss a little bit faster because you are working that Mm -hmm. muscle because lean Mm -hmm. muscle declines with age. Right. And right. Yep. Yeah. And lean muscle is also what is in charge of your quality of life. Studies have been done to show that leg strength specifically leg strength is correlated to your quality of life. Your reduced mm. risk of falls. None of us want to fall. Um, and so it is so, so important to be building muscle without bulking up. You don't have to get bulky or, or do, be in the gym every single day right. all the time, but mm-hmm. uh, some weight training two to three times a week would definitely help mm-hmm. enhance your lean muscle, yeah. help with your strength and quality of life. Yes. Yes. It makes, it makes a big difference. You know, picking up your feet when you walk also helps with not falling. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. You have to pick up your feet. Stop tripping on yeah. things. Look where you're going too, right? For sure. Yeah. 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 My husband's real big on telling me that. Pick up your feet. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. He's picked me up off the sidewalk too many times. Oh so. no. Oh, oh yeah. We we'll we'll go we'll talk about that some other time. We don't need to talk <laughs> about it on here. <laughs> Oh gosh! But just know that I'm very experienced at it. <laughs> well, good thing you're fit then. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 thing is, and this is for everybody as well, is that if you do fall, then you have to get better before you can get back into your routine. Absolutely, yeah. And it and it also takes all of the strength in your body, depending on the fall goes it just disappears mm-hmm. as soon as you fall and so you really have to spend some time getting back into oh yeah it. and i think that's another point because also like your repair rates shift right like you mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. yeah when you were 20 maybe you fell and then you know the next day or two you're back in the gym because the reparation rates within the body right. are so much quicker and so you do mm-hmm. need to give your body the time listen to your body and listen to yeah. what your body's telling you as well. Sometimes uh-huh. like some people just want to ignore it and they want to push past and go yeah. right into the workout again because they think they have yeah. to, or they need to, or they, yeah. and also it's the mind to body connection. The mind wants to do more. Mm. It's like, 
I should be able to do more. I want to do more. Let me do more. But, you know, I think it's so important to take a step back as well and say, okay, what my body needs for me right now is to just. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Cause you, I mean, I was, I was doing weights of, you know, 20, 30 pounds and some stuff. And after I fell the last time it was just like, okay, you know, I was lucky if I could pick up five pounds. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how long did it take yeah, you to recover? I'm still, oh, I'm still, no. I'll show you the bumps and the bruises. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's something I inherited from my mother, not picking up my feet. She was the same way. What can I say? You know, they give, they give their own gifts, right? <laughs> <laughs> the gifts that keep on giving. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you have actually have people in the gym working out with the weights or do you have them have, you know, work at their homes? And I mean, how did you, how does your process work? So I am all online. So, um, oh, okay. work with me either one-on-one online. Those are my VIP uh-huh. clients. I also have uh-huh. programs. So for example, like I said, um, over 50 fit and fabulous is about to uh-huh. To come out, it launches a couple times a year. It's a program mm-hmm. that is strength training, and we talk about okay. nutrition. And then yeah. I come on during something called support seats to discuss questions, go over any modifications uh-huh. that anyone needs, and provide support. Uh-huh. Because I think we all know that when it comes to getting healthy, for some people it comes easily, and you know they love yeah. their workouts and they love eating healthy and going to sleep early. And then for others, it's it's the struggle to try and figure out the formula that works best for them. So that's something that I really work hard with each participant that enters my program Mm. is figuring out, okay, so this is the program, but how can we tailor it to you so that it's something that fits your lifestyle that feels good to you? You know, not everyone loves working out all the time. I mean, I have to take a step back from that because I am in fitness. I do love working out. I do feel the effects. But there are many individuals, especially that are uh, called um, non-responders, exercise non-responders. So when they do exercise, yeah, so Uh actually 50% of the population approximately are non-responders, which is why the coaching world still has clients and we all always will because um you know if you do a workout and you don't feel good afterwards you don't feel any different you know or you're just like yeah okay well I have to but you know there for you you're not feeling the effects at that moment physiologically Mm -hmm. there are effects as in you know you are balancing hormones your insulin levels become more balanced Uh, you are helping with your heart health uh creating Uh strength in your heart and your muscles, but you're not, you don't get that high, you know, have you heard of runners high before? Yeah. 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 So some people get the serotonin boost right away. They feel really happy. They feel really energized. And half of the population doesn't get that feeling afterwards, even though all of the other great benefits are happening behind the scenes. And so Uh, that is really hard for people that are non-responders to find Mm -hmm. that motivation to continue, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's something as humans, we want to do things that make us feel good, right? We don't like doing things that, that are chores or that don't feel good to us. So it's even though we understand in a logical level that things are helping our health or our physiology or our um, Mm -hmm. our health conditions, it can Mm -hmm. be really hard when you're not feeling anything afterwards. And so that's Mm -hmm. where I also try and brainstorm with my clients and participant programs to help figure out how can we make this achievable and doable for you? Yeah. 
Yeah. No, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I used to I used to run and I loved running and and that was great, you know, and then I would go to the gym a little bit afterwards. But um, yeah, then, you know, at a certain point, I stopped running because I was getting older and I didn't want to bang my joints and all that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, so, you know, so now we, we walk to the gym a couple of times a week, you know, that that kind of thing. But it's um, it's interesting because it, it is so different. It is. Well, yeah, and the, the way life changes. The fitness shifts with different ages, with different yeah lifestyles with it it just it's not always the same and I think that's where some fitness experts can miss if they don't understand Mm. that there are shifts that occur you know you might you don't necessarily need to be at that exact age and stage but you do need to understand how things shift and have Uh empathy for those shifts as well for for some individuals Uh, I'm a runner too the way that I run now though is a lot different than it was in my 20s I am not running every day and no matter what on on little sleep or you know if I had a night out or whatever else things shift with that and and Mm -hmm. um, I also think our priorities shift you were talking about how you had you know especially over 50 aging parents right that you have to take care of We're not just dealing with um, a difference in, you know, the body or the physiology. What we're dealing with is also life circumstances. You've got parents, you've got to take care of, you might, you may be an empty nester if you've had kids, or you might still have kids that need you Mm -hmm. and depend on you. So you're in the sandwich Mm -hmm. generation. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of stressors that might be going on as well that you also need to to address it and uh, find solutions to manage the stress and reduce mm-hmm. the cortisol levels so that you can mm-hmm. feel healthier. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and the other thing that goes along with that, and you were kind of talking about it with the sandwich generation is that um, in fact, my husband just, just mentioned to me, he was just reading an article I think in the Washington Post or something, and they were talking about the number of middle-aged, whatever that is now these days, since people are living longer, um, are taking care of the grandkids. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other, you know, because it, it, it used to be, oh, yeah, it was really nice to see the grandkids mm-hmm. and have them running around and stuff like that, but then they would go home. But now a lot of them are home. That Yes, yes. I have a lot of clients and participants in my programs who that has happened yeah. to for various reasons. Some some yes. of them, oh, are, yeah. their own children have become ill or... Um, or are working full time or, or and yeah. another thing is um i don't know how it is for you where you are but here mm-hmm. housing prices have skyrocketed and so oh, yeah, um, please yeah so a i'm lot living of, in the middle know, of one of the highest oh, in the country yeah exact and so with that what happens is a lot of like uh People just, I'd say I'm the last generation that could afford housing. Mm -hmm. Um, And even Mm -hmm. then some of my friends have moved back in with their parents and I'm in, I'm in my 40s. So, um, and that's, they're moved back in with their kids and they've moved back in to become a multi family home because you just can't afford to have housing these days. And so what happens is a lot of times that whole divide where it's like, I'm the grandparent. Okay, I've had fun. Now I get to go. It's like, oh, like the a lot of the kids are like, live in nanny service. Here we go. And so they're kind of, I don't know if roped into that is a is a good word, but it, they're taking on that new role. Yeah, I would say. yeah, yeah. Which, you know, it's it's interesting because it just occurred to me that if you look back 80 years or 100 years ago, 
Mm-hmm. That was that was the family structure. Everybody lived in the same house or in the same little compound or right. You know, sometimes multiple if you had more than one child, more than one kid, and they got they each got married and they each had kids. Everybody was in the same place. Yeah, you make a good point with that. And then and then all of a sudden, you know, everyone started working and and they started making all of these houses that everybody could, could get into and um yeah, it's um it's really it's really pretty amazing just to watch the I happen to have been a history major in college, oh, so I think that's why well, I think about that, but round then. We yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think anybody realizes it. Well, and I, it's so funny because it, it's all in perspective as well. I think now mm. it's such a, you know, everyone, and I understand this. I remember I'm pretty new in this house. And I remember when we were looking mm. for a house, we were terrified. Mm-hmm. My husband and I were terrified. We were like, are we actually going to be able to afford something? Things were on the market, yeah. we could afford them. And then somebody would come in and bid um, like a actually yeah. up to $300,000 higher then wow. it's just wow. insane. Yeah. And so we were really worried too. That's why I say I'm, I'm on the cusp of that, but uh-huh. it was almost like, you know, I think it's like, Oh, we're going to have to live all together again. Like you're used to one way you're used to yeah, then being all right. separate. That's how it is. This is your independence. This is a part of, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, your self-worth thinking to yourself, you know, you get yeah. and you're independent and then mm-hmm. like what used to be the norm, and it used to be almost a privilege to have your own place. Now it's kind of like we take it for granted, you know? Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Everything comes around, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So all of that being said, <laughs> we've gone down that rabbit hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> so do you, do you, out of out of curiosity um so do you find that sometimes i mean i know you work primarily with women mm-hmm. are there times where the women share the information that they're getting or some of the practices or whatever or bring their husbands along with them to go to the gym and well, sometimes the husbands aren't don't really do it with- right? So when I work with women online, one-on-one, I actually have a few of my women clients who come with their husbands. So we're training all together. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Good. So absolutely. Like you can definitely do that. For my programs, we talk a lot about hormones. We talk a lot about menopause. Mm. We talk a lot about post-menopause because um, I'm sure you know that is, post-menopause, you have to worry about osteoporosis. You have to worry about heart disease, more thyroid shifts as well. So um, or could yeah. shift. I'm not going to say it does yeah. shift. It could potentially. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So um, yeah. there are yeah. issues that as women, we have to go through that men don't have to go through. And oh, yeah, go ahead. That's not necessarily true, though. Well, they, they, they have their own version. That's right. And they, they also have hormonal issues. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, I totally agree, but I think they're, they're just on a different spectrum. Like, um, yeah, men oh, no, 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 I, get I lower testosterone. Women can get t- lower right. testosterone too, but yeah. it's older. Usually, they started older. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, it's usually, I also find that, I don't know, we could get into a whole yeah. discussion on hormones of men and, and women, but, um, I, I find that it andropause for men, I, as far as I know, at this point, don't uh-huh. necessarily 
necessarily understand that they're going through it or, or it right. doesn't tend yeah. to be as severe as certain um, women going through perimenopause or menopause. Yes. Yes. No, no, I understand. I understand. I just, the only reason I brought it up is because I actually had someone on the, on my show a few weeks ago who a doctor who works with hormones uh-huh. with men and women older men and women mm-hmm. right and how important that is and they've got it now and this is just for keeping you know you're you're making your memory sharper and just having your body working better not trying to get it out of menopause or get out of andropause or any of that kind of stuff but just just making your whole life better yeah right and um and it was really interesting because they've gotten the hormones to the point now where it comes in cream and you just rub the cream on yeah well you bring up a good point because you know i've done summits before and um uh-huh. had youtube guests and that sort of fun stuff uh-huh. and always this debate i find and between should we do hormone replacement therapy? Should we not do it? And um, I don't think that there's a wrong answer. I think there's a right answer for you and you need to figure out what is best for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I agree. And that that's what was so interesting about this because it isn't hormone replacement. It's kind of hormone just to prop you up a little bit Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because the hormone replacement is like full on, you know, women start getting their periods again. I mean, God forbid, right? Don't want to go through that anymore. Um, you know, so wait it's, for it's menopause, really, eh? I can't wait to go yeah. through post menopause. There you go. No more periods. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I don't want it coming back either. So it's, um, you know, it's, there's, there's this, there's this fine line, you know, and what he was talking about was kind of like, no, 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 this is just to keep, you work keep the body working better and the mind, the brain and, and all of that, um, which I just found so fascinating. Yeah, I will. Yes, definitely. When hormones are off balance, I mean, brain fog yeah. is one of the main symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. Bingo. Yes. Yes. And lack of sleep, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that problem, but yeah. Oh, you mean if people don't get enough sleep? Yeah, that that's brain fog as well. But um, yeah, but otherwise I'm, I'm fine with sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Me too so far, knock on wood. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So what what do you find in working with older people, right? Are there, are there certain things? I mean, I know it's all very personal. It is all very personal. Because everybody's a little different. But there are some general things as well, I would think, right? I mean, one, so one big thing is just, you know, first your warmups may need to be a little bit longer when you're working out. Mm -hmm. You may need to go up to 10 minutes instead of five minutes. You really need to Mm -hmm. make sure your joints are warmed up. Uh, The -hmm. formula to fitness shifts a little bit more. So uh, as we spoke about, you do need to make a shift more towards Mm -hmm. weight training or strength training because the Uh muscle is definitely something that Uh you need to start building. You Mm -hmm with every decade, we start to lose more and more lean mass. And so it is so Um, important to ensure that we're, we're creating, we're enhancing our lean mass, that we're sparing our lean mass. We're keeping the level of lean mass that we have because it is so mm -hmm. connected to our strength, our quality of life. And if you want 
fat loss as well to help with the metabolic rate. Right. So it's so important. Also for bone density, bone density, it is so oh, yes. important uh, to do yeah. weight bearing exercises. And, and so overall, that's something that you need to emphasize a lot more. And I still uh -huh. see a lot of women um, that are in the older generation trying to focus more on cardio. And absolutely, you want uh, to focus well, on yeah. your health. Of course, when estrogen mm -hmm. levels decline, right, then, then your heart is more uh, susceptible to heart disease, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So estrogen is okay. no longer protecting as much, especially postmenopause. Okay. And you need to be really focusing on heart health. But that, uh -huh. first off, I, I think that people don't understand that weight training also strengthens your heart. It reduces your blood yes. pressure. And yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, cardio is important, but overdoing the cardio and not focusing on strength training mm -hmm. at all, that's going to be a downfall to your overall health and well-being in the long run. So that's one thing. I think, too, also, um, there is overuse injuries that have occurred because, well, mm -hmm. you've lived a little bit longer. So, of course, you have been doing repetitive uh, motions for a long time, even cooking, for example, moving the pots from one place to another, oh, driving yeah. forward creates a lot of shoulder issues, holding grandkids, holding kids, um, digging in the garden. All of these motions are motions that are wonderful for your health, but they uh -huh. are repetitive and you may have been doing them yeah. now for many, many decades. And so uh -huh. you have to start doing rehabilitative exercises, whether or not you feel pain. I've started doing them too, since I've entered my forties. Um, uh -huh. because you want to make sure that the muscles are balanced. You want to make sure that you're taking off the most pressure from your joints in order to okay. strengthen around the joints and the surrounding structures. So your joints can be as healthy and pain-free for as long as possible. And, you know, these motions tend to be smaller. Uh, mm. People are like, oh, well, I'm not feeling like a super intense workout. No, but you are enhancing synovial fluid, which is the fluid, the liquid in your joints. You're lubricating the joints. You're creating more mobility. Mm -hmm. You are creating more quality of life because you're going to be able to take more mm. steps, garden longer, uh, lift yeah. the grandkids more, drive for longer because you're not feeling this excessive pain from overuse injuries. So that's mm. another big thing that I see. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think the other thing is as well is that it doesn't you, length of time doesn't have to be long like it is when you're younger. That's right? right. You know. What they, they show it's all, you only need like four, four minutes or something of cardio type of stuff. Yeah. Depending on the intensity. So if you're doing uh, yeah. high intensity interval training, three minutes yeah. to 10 right. minutes is yeah. all you need. And when I say high intensity interval training, sometimes, especially those that are just starting are like, whoa, I really, <laughs> I don't want to do high intensity. But yeah, yeah. if you're, especially if you're brand new to fitness, going up a hill is high intensity interval That's training. Right. Walking yes. upstairs, if your knees can take it, is high-intensity yeah. interval training. Yeah. So my yeah. question is, how many times can you go up a flight of stairs or a hill in your day? It doesn't need to be all at once. It's actually called incidental exercise when you get little bouts oh. of exercise throughout okay. your, your day. Um, uh -huh. If you can do that throughout your day a couple times, you've done your high-intensity interval training. You don't even need to create an extra amount of time on top of that where you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly, exactly. Just walking fast. Just, Just walk fast for fast. a block or two and, you That's, know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think we've all been late for something in our lives, right? Have Thank you ever you. been late? 
Yeah. So, okay. Late, then get out of the car or the bus or the train, whatever, and just walk a little bit faster to get there. And there you've done your high intensity interval yeah. training. There you go. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, and I think yeah. that's, that's um like, you don't necessarily need to, you know, say, I've got to do longer. I've got to do four hours. I've got to do an hour of walking this, that, and the other, if you enjoy it, if it feels good, if you're an exercise Fine. responder, as we've talked about, and it actually feels really good, great, go for it. It's, it's yeah. definitely going to help with your overall well-being and health. But if you are shorter on time, or, you know, you're just trying to get in more for the sake of getting in more, you don't need to bother. Just have a quality workout, focus uh -huh. on very good quality. So weight training, uh -huh. high intensity interval training, which we talked about doesn't necessarily need right. to be, you know, super running yeah. and, you know, right. Oh, up, no, up. no. Yeah. yeah. So do that. And then of course, stretching and rehabilitation are also really, really important. And you can incorporate all that into a very quick, compact mm -hmm. workout. Yes, yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. Even if it's just parking a little bit further away from wherever you're going. Yes. And walk, walk fast to wherever you're going. Yeah. And, you know, right now gardening season is coming up at least here. I mean, are you, uh -huh. are you doing, are you doing garden? Are you gardening? Are, and when I say gardening, are you raking the stuff up from before? That's high end. Oh, you're no. not looking at, I, you're not looking at a gardener. Oh no. Okay. So how about, how about having to clean your house? Do you clean your house or do you get somebody to do it for you? Neither. Oh, <laughs> I just, just live in a dirty house. All right. Okay. That's a whole uh, other conversation. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have grandkids? Um, yes, but they're grown. One of them has, well, actually they're both, they're both grown. They're oh, both so grown. you can't lift yeah. them. I mean, you could still lift them no. and then get a great. No, I don't think so. They'd have to lift me. One of them is over six feet and, and a, a female, I mean, woman. So yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. then all of those are gone. So uh, yeah, just park further. If you go shopping or, you know, right. you, yeah. you like to go out, then just walk a little bit faster yeah. doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. So on that note, we should, uh, we should probably finish up here and um, well, thank, thank you. you so much for having me. Hey, this has been wonderful and uh, we will have to definitely set up another time to, to maybe go a little deeper on one or two specific subjects. That would be great. Absolutely. I would love that. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. having me. Okay. And with that, I will say, which I always do, which is that neither of us are doctors. This is not medical advice and please don't take it that way. And with that, um, I will see everybody next time. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.